Good night, good night, good night, good night, great people. We are on the eve of a wonderful transition. We hope, we hope that tonight we will set intentions and put prayers into the world and into the universe that tomorrow's transition goes peacefully. For those who are not excited about what is about to take place, I'm just gonna let you know that I am. Welcome, 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 good night, good night, good night to you. Welcome to the human experience. I am your host, True Him, AKA Dynamism, AKA Altruism, AKA it all flows through him. And you are here at the human experience. For those of you who are not familiar with what the human experience passion in action is let me let you know the human experience is where uh, I ask someone seven questions that will allow them to compassionately express themselves so that you the viewer listener audience member will be able to exhibit or listen to and experience the compassion that resides within said guest Oh, what a wonderful night it is. And before we actually get started and jump into this human experience, I'd just like to say that um, my experience today has been one of um, one of introspection because uh, there's a new skill set that I'm, I'm learning. And, um, you know, when you're going through the learning process and you're and you're trying to um gain a new skill set you just you start to feel you feel um incompetent right but then you also have to realize that you are learning something new um and so you have to allow yourself to um to be okay with learning something new and knowing that you're not gonna have it all down right then and there so i mean like effectively i feel like i'm going into like a college course or um you know going back to school i'm effectively going back to school um, to learn how to this particular semester, I'll call it is about learning how to trade, um, in the market. And, um, and I'm being taught, uh, that it's the apprehension that I have is because you hear about trading and day trading and things of that nature. And it just, um, it just scares you because there's all these analytics that go into it. And, you know, there's money to be made, there's money to be lost, um, and it may feel like a gamble. Um, but what I am learning is that it is really, um, it is a game of probabilities. Um, you are going to lose, um, and you're also going to win. And so it's really about how do you maintain and be a consistent winner. But what I'm actually learning, what I really love the most about the way that, uh, this teacher, Chris Cole, I am check him out on Instagram at Chris Cole, I am. Um, what he, the way that he explains, um, what this is like and what, what the lifestyle of a trader is like, it's really preparing you of how to deal with yourself. Um, and that's really one of the biggest things that I'm learning and that I really am taking away from it, right? It's about how to get in tuned with and how to be able to manage your feelings and your emotions in real time through what the market is going to show you 
you know, um, and so it's really about full personal responsibility uh, that I'm loving. Uh, it's because, you know, my practice of Nichiren Daishonin's Buddhism is all about taking full responsibility for self. And so it's akin to trading within the market. So, um, so yeah, man, that's been my adventure. And uh, I'm just, I'm loving what I'm learning, but I'm also learning how it is really real life that I'm, I'm that I'm dealing with here because it take it's a game of patience and as I've been trying to study I have a two-year-old daughter who has been definitely testing my patience and so um so I'm just getting practice on all these different levels and so the individual getting into it the individual that we are going to be interviewing tonight it is actually her birthday so this is a way for me to provide a present to her to reflect on her earth day and have this dynamic interactive dialogue that we hopefully are going to dig deep um i've known this individual since we were in eighth grade I specifically remember meeting her at, at at the homie's house who was having a graduation party. And um and we met there because we went to different middle schools. So in our so he was having an eighth grade graduation party at his house because he had a pool and um and that is where I met this next guest. And who would have known twenty to thirty years later we would still be in communication. She is very near and dear to me. Um, and you know, we've, we've remained connected throughout the good times and the bad times. I do remember her vividly snitching on me. Um, you know, when we were in high school and, uh, that caused a rift in our, uh, in our friendship at that time. Um, cause she definitely snitched on me. Um, and you know yeah yeah she she switched sides on me yo i couldn't believe it but you know but through all of that we still have remained connected um every time that we are able to dialogue with one another um it's like we we never missed a step um it's my my we got we got secret codes you know we, we down with the one and oh crew you know what i mean one and oh for life and that is what it is. So the individual that I am talking about, her name is Kelly Oshunkemi Aleke Boyd. Welcome, 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 welcome. Oh, hello, hello, hello. What's up, sis? What's oh. up, sis? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Choice, if anybody. Clearly, the bottle's empty. Hey. Close. Don't get fed. So. Uh, I mean, I hear you. You never, you never had a trouble uh, opening your mouth. <laughs> Um, what I will say though, is you deserve one of these. Oh, we got somebody wishing you happy birthday. Word, word. Yo, so you got, you got one, right? Um, but hear what, guess what? You need another one. 
And let's go with one more because, you know, not because it's your birthday, but just because you deserve the applause. But this one, this one is specifically for your birthday. Yes, yes, yes. Queen, 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 queen. Oshunkemi. Queen, queen, queen. Tell me a little bit more about how you chose the name Oshukemi Aleke. Okay, well, no disrespect, but let me put respect on my name. Oh, put yeah. Some put some respect on it. Oh, shit. My bad. I, damn, I messed it up. I was talking. Damn. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got the hard one right. Oshunkemi. Oshunkemi Alake. And that means Oshun bless me. Alake is to be taken care of. Um, and I didn't go about choosing that name. That name was predestined for me. It was given to me. Um, Alake was given to me first. And that was when I first came into the tradition of Ifa. Um, some people might know it as Lukumi, Yoruba, Candomblé. Uh, it's, it's a spiritual practice that's like pretty much practiced throughout the diaspora. Anywhere that the slave ship went, that cultural tradition went because it is derived from Nigeria, West Africa. And that's where if you know your is diasporical a word? I want to say that, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. Um, but you you got all <laughs> deep and then just go make up shit. But go ahead, diaspora, diaspora. Okay, diaspora. Let's. It's you yours know, now. It's yours now. I'm owning that. I'm owning that. Yeah, go ahead. So if you have um, any diasporical knowledge, you know that the slave ship came from West Africa. So this is one of the cultural, uh, religious, if you want to call it, um, traditions that followed us everywhere. So I grew up in the church, just like most of us, and I kind of was drawn to various aspects, but what was close to my heart was the music. Like the music just got me. Something about music drew me in. And if you go back to Africa, a lot of worship is based on music. So then I started, you know, when I moved to Atlanta, there was a whole lot of fate that happened when I first got here. And that fate brought me to Ifa. And as I started researching Ifa, learning Ifa, I felt like that was my calling. Like that was what, that was home. That was, that was home. So um, I went further in that and, you know, got uh, reading and everything and everything just fell into place. And in one in one of my first readings, I was given the name Alake. And that is um, a name for the deity. We call them Orisha, uh, Oshun. And that is who lives in my body the energy of Oshun and as I read about her that is exactly who I am so when they said that I was like wow that's interesting so mm. one of her names is Alake and Alake means literally to be petted and that means like to be pampered taken care of 
So, um, like your fro, it's <laughs> like my fro, Efa, Efa, patch your fro. Okay, Efa, you don't <laughs> keep going, keep going. But, um, uh, a few years into my practicing and getting comfortable in the tradition, I and that's what it is. They're ATRs, African traditional religions. Um, and you'll find various religions within that 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 namesake right there, ATR, African traditional religions. Um, but uh, Ifai was what, what drew me in. And I'll tell you something. Growing up in Jersey, I used to watch on on the news like the Puerto Rican Day Parade and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I used to like them having culture. And like, I vividly remember looking at these beads. And I'm like, wow, they have something that represents them. And I don't feel like I have that. Although I'm sure you remember going to the Kwanzaa celebration at my mom's high school back in the day. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do remember that for sure, for I sure. don't remember. <laughs> But, you know, black folks had to create their own stuff. We had when we came here, we had to create our own traditions to bring us in because we were robbed of everything. And that's going off on a whole nother tangent. But um, to bring it back in, um, I noticed that, you know, during the Puerto Rican Day Parade and all of that stuff that we experienced up north, um, like people had an identity with their cultures. And I vividly remembered these beads. And then I vividly remember losing um, my grandfather, who I was close with. Like, I was granddaddy's little granddaughter. Like, that was my, we were aces. Mm -hmm. And after he passed, like, I would hold serious conversations with him as if he was still there. And so my ancestors were a big part of me. And when I started learning about Ifa, I recognized the beads that I saw from the Puerto Rican Day Parade mm. episode, you know, coverage on the news. And then also the the very first thing, the number one thing in that tradition is ancestor worship. Like mm -hmm. remembering ancestors because you know they were here because you're here. So like for me to acknowledge my ancestors is nothing. Like that's that's natural to me. So I was mm -hmm. like this Oh, this is it. Um, okay, you're gonna have to take a little journey with me because clearly I didn't bring my charger. Um, okay. <laughs> if uh, you don't keep going, then um, I'm just gonna keep this. I'm, I better stop. I better stop playing around by uh, by uh, <laughs> by making a pun on that word. Um, because I do understand totally like what you're saying about the, uh, about the ancestral, um, connection and worship of, um, of these deities that come to assist us that have like followed us throughout the diasporical, um, journey, your word, yeah. not mine. Um, and so like I even, so ver something very similar, um, like that happened even with me, right? Like I've, I've definitely, um, am a person who definitely believes in the spirit and in especially of the spirits of the of our ancestors because um, you know me losing my dad at 12 uh, there has definitely been instances where 
his spirit um, has been able to directly affect um, and, 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 and like still come into play within my life, right? Um, especially with me being the, uh, the youngest of, of, of 11 of his children, right? So me being the youngest and not particularly having the most time spent with him, um, I do believe that he, his spirit still resides um, with me as a form of protection, me being the baby boy. Right. And, um, and like I said, yeah, there's, there's definitely, uh, especially one distinct moment that I know that it had to do with my dad, um, putting that play together from the, from the spirit world. And that was how I, when I moved to California, um, he was directly, uh, in cahoots with me getting my first, uh, my first agent out here just because, um, when I, when I sat back and like really, uh, played it out and did the replay in my head and I was like, Oh shit, that was dad with me. Like putting that, setting that up where I couldn't even, I wouldn't even thought about it. Um, and just the way that he was working through the, through the people to make that connection for me at that time, um, was, was, I know was his spirit putting that play together for, for me. Um, to, yeah. to protect and take care of me. So <clears throat> I'm with you on that for show, for show. Look, if ain't nobody going to take care of you, your family is always going to take care of you, whether it's in this realm or in the afterlife, mm-hmm. like they're never going to stop taking care of you. And all they want is like, for us, we light a candle, keep a light on for them. So they know how to find you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's as simple as that. Like they just because a family member has passed on doesn't mean that they don't want to still take care of you. Like that's what I did. I looked out for you while I was here. Why wouldn't I want to look out for you in the afterlife? And sometimes that's even more powerful. <laughs> mm-hmm. For so, real, for real. So it's just, you know, just know that no matter who no matter what the situation is if they have passed on and they loved you even if they didn't love you they loved you in the afterlife and you have to call on them you have to bring them into your space like just talk to them and like talk to them as if they were still here. I do that all the time with every one of my family members that's not here anymore. Like there's simple little ways that I talk to them, even if it's not a physical talk. Like I might be at a store and see something that they like, some some little snack or something that they like. You know what? Let me pick that up. Let me eat that real quick. I'm bonding with them. And you know what? I mean, not in a selfish way or anything. There will be a return on that because you, you're thinking about me. You're carrying mm-hmm. me. You remember the little things. And, they, and like for somebody to remember the little things in your present life, that's big to you. Like, you know, there's some relationships and instances. Oh, he remembered my birthday. She remembered my birthday. Oh, he remembered, he or she remembered this day. Like, or this little thing. We went to this place and 
this happened. Like, there's little things. Like, if you think about it as a human, if something comes up to you and it's a little thing, it mm. makes a big impact. Mm-hmm. So Thanks. why wouldn't it in the and why wouldn't it in the after, right? Um, Little things. <laughs> for sure, it is. It is one of them things, you know. So, um, uh, we got Shannon. We got Shannon Christian saying that uh, I definitely think we carry them in our hearts forever. Yes, you are definitely Yay! correct like that. So, you know, Grammy. Oh, Oh, okay. <laughs> what up, Ali Gma? Um, so. <laughs> Let me get into the first question, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So the first question that I have for you is, what do you trust more, your heart or your brain? The heart or the brain. And I'm going to tell you, I purposely forgot about everything you asked, Anaya. Um, um. I personally trust my heart more, but there are times in matters of the heart where my brain has to interject because I've, I've learned myself um, and I act on heart all the time. A hundred percent of the time I act on heart. And my brain comes in afterwards. And mm-hmm. that's detrimental. Um, because you find yourself stuck in a lot of situations where the heart runs out, but the brain is now like, what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> so to be honest, I, I have to say I trust my. I, I, I act with my heart all the time, all the time. And shit. <laughs> like, I'm even thinking about, like, at work, how something will happen sideways, and all of a sudden, the rage or anger or disrespect that I feel comes out because that's what's in my heart. But my brain knows I shouldn't have said that. Mm. Okay. But then it's like, but if I didn't say that, I'm still going to get disrespected and handled the same way. So if I'm hearing you correctly, then you're, you're saying that you still express what's on your heart because, um, because regardless of because if you don't express it you're still going to be handled or dealt with or reacted to in um in an adverse manner so you might as well say what it is that you had to say that's really on your heart as opposed to um as opposed to keeping that on the inside and then uh regret not being fully heard or expressed at a later date that's what I learned as an adult. Mm-hmm. What I learned as a child is to use my brain because that's gonna like give you those tailored movements, those 
responses that are are expected or that's the uh yeah pretty much that's the expected response Mm. but as an adult you know you have to speak your heart because if you don't speak your heart you're just gonna get you're gonna continue to find yourself in the same situation now where your brain comes into play is when you have to pussyfoot you have to see who you're dealing with and you might have to not be as intense as what your heart is but still get the point across so you know coming back around to it <laughs> I do <laughs> you mix it's, it up like one of your potions in your uh, in your priestess things you know, okay you conjure mm-hmm. everything you conjure everything because you know what situation you're in like I can't I can express my heart to my boss in a manner that I won't get fired mm-hmm so that's kind of my heart and my brain. Okay, so you got a combo. We we gonna go with a combo meal on that one. Um, okay, yeah, it's not a problem. Well, because the thing is that right, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just really your uh, whatever that expression is of of who you are at that moment, right? And you have the. Um, the right to be able to change that, um, you know, at a later date, you may, it may be, it may be your heart this time and a half a second later, it may be your brain. And so it's a constant going back and forth, right. Of, of how to, of how to remain true to who you are. Cause that's basically what I'm, what I'm hearing from what you just said is, is being able to, um, how to be able to be who you fully are. What happened? Be true to yourself and be respectful. Mm-hmm. Like it's tact. Bottom line, you have to have tact. Like gotcha. you can say what it is that's on your heart, but you can also say it without offending somebody. And that that's a lot of people don't have that. Mm. <laughs> but that's what it is. Like you have to be able to express yourself without tearing the other person down so bad that it's gonna be muddy afterwards like how do you fix it how do you move forward like you i have a quote that i live by and it's you start with the end in mind so when you approach somebody you have to think about how is this gonna end if i come at them like this if i come at them full of rage if i come at them 100 percent with you know X, Y, and Z, how is that going to end? Am I still going to have a job? Am I still going to have a relationship? Am I still going to have X, Y, and Z? So, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Okay. Heart with tact. Heart with tact. Okay. Yeah, we go with that. And, you know, that is exactly what uh, what Ms. Shannon said. Tact and diplomacy. I see why that is your... um, your 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 grandmammy's your grand your baby's grandmammy um so okay so move with tact um and tactfully do not finish that before we finish this interview um so uh what i will say is the next question that i have for you is 
is it better to have beauty or be beautiful? It's better to have beauty or be beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all, I mean, I'm trying to read it right. Um, I'm going to say... Express what's on your heart. You just went through all this whole litany of... Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. Because, I mean, it's better to be beautiful. And to be beautiful, you have to have beauty within. Like, everything that you are comes from inside out. So... To be beautiful, you have to be beautiful on your inside. You have to think beauty. You have to see beauty. You have to speak beauty. You have to feel beauty for that to radiate. So to have that may be the superficial aspect. Mm. That's why I was I sat and pondered it for a minute because I'm like, which side is the superficial side? Mm-hmm. Have beauty or to to have it means I got it and I can put it on. What else? What's in here? Because if you got all of this going on and mm, damn, she fine. Yeah, but what's in here? What's in here? Because you want to talk about that later. Trust mm. and believe. Like, you know, you have to, everything starts from the inside. Mm -hmm. When you were, when you were conceived, where were you? On the inside. So you start in and work out. So, um. That was pretty I mean, fucking profound. I just want to, I just pause, pause. I just want to let you know that you just said something very profound. I want to, um, I've this, you, you get, you, you gotta, I gotta give you one of these. <laughs> and, um, there's a statement, there's a statement that I like to say that is like, Ooh, that's hot. And what I mean by hot, I mean, higher order thinking and, what you just said there was on some definitely was on some hot ish, you know, um, because like I've never actually heard that put like that um, in that kind of way. So thank you for enlightening me with um, with that statement. Continue. OK, OK. You know, let me say that that was the first time I heard that, too. So the ancestors know, working with you, they working yeah, through you. They I working through you. to say that. So that's validation, Hemio. That, you know, when I get passionate about things, like I stop speaking. This stops speaking. This is what speaks. My heart speaks. So, like, I'll be honest, I was nervous about how this whole human experience was going to go. Um, but I'm 
happy about how it's going because I'm stepping outside of Kelly Oshunkemi Alake and I'm stepping in with my heart, like my spirit, like my 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 third eye mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I just I'm trying to be true and that's what I feel. So you know, I, I'm right now I'm speaking with, with what I feel with no inhibition. So when I said that, you know, I was seeing that at the same time, like, yeah, you know, that beauty started in like on day one of 46, 42 weeks, 42, 46 weeks, however long you gestate. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's okay. Um, you know, you got the download. It it, it downloaded. It it got um, you know, it got downloaded, and then it got released, and it got stored in the databanks, and um, it got saved as. Uh, so we will uh move on from that to when you're able to uh, pull that program back up. Um, okay. <laughs> so, all right. We have gotten to learn about um, how you um, tactfully express what's on your heart through your brain. Um, we have learned that uh, beauty and beautiful um, begins from within because that's how life starts within so that it can be um, sent out. We've also learned about how uh, things get downloaded through you, and um, and sometimes uh, there's an error button that happens through the download. So um, now I would like to know, Miss uh, Alake. 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 Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right, bam. That's how I'm gonna remember that. I like it a lot. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so... Let me tell you, can I, I... I have to. I have to pause first. Okay, go ahead. When I first got this name, like, I had a little bit of trouble. And that was how I remembered how to say it. I like it a lot. <laughs> well, there's a reason we've known each other for, like, damn near 30 years. So... Yeah, yeah. Um... So now can we can I um hit the unpause button and we can like move on? Oh, okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh so the next question that I have for you, um, I like it a lot, uh, is when was the last time you cried? This morning and then so yeah. I thought about that. I thought about your question. You just told me you tried to forget about the questions. I guess that was one you couldn't forget about, huh? Uh-oh. We got a dramatic pause taking place at this particular moment. Um, we are experiencing a little bit of technical difficulties, but I am sure that we will be able to get back on track. Um, what we have just learned, though, uh, I think something that she also said um, in that previous question that I thought was very poignant had to really do with the fact of um, 
being beautiful in, in thought, being beautiful in word, and being beautiful in deed, right? So legitimately, we're talking about through our thoughts, through our words, and through our actions. And literally, that is how things come into manifestation. So when we talk about how do you manifest being beautiful, the way to be able to manifest being beautiful has to do with your thoughts, your words, and your actions. Because that is you being a god. We all are gods and are god-like is my belief, right? Because what does God do? God manifests. He, she, it, whatever you may want to call it. It's a manifest it's a manifester. That entity, that being, that omnipresent um spirit is about manifestation of things and how fortunate we are to be born in these lifetimes as human beings and with the ability to think, speak, and act. That is what makes us great. And so by thinking, speaking, and acting in alignment with that which you want to see created in the world has to do with to the degree that your thoughts, your words, and your actions all line up, that's when manifestation happens. And that's how it happens. So when we talk about being born um, perfect, whole, and complete, however we are born, right? Um, because I was raised, you know, as as, as a Buddhist, I look, I look at life through the total spectrum of it, right? Because... It's not only do we just live in this life, we've lived from infinite times in the past to infinite times into the future, right? And so in this lifetime, if you want to be able to know what your previous lives were like, look at, look at your life in the present. If you want to know what your life is going to be like after this lifetime, look at the life in the present. Because the, the way you come into this world with whatever, um, whatever baggage and whatever karmic debt that you have to pay off has everything to do with the way that you acted in your previous lifetimes. And so karma is always with you. So that's why in this moment, it's really about being able to make the best causes in your life through your thoughts, through your words, and through your actions. And that's how you're able to pay off your karmic bank account. And so, you know, when, uh, so yes, Miss Shannon, um, I am still Buddhist. And, um, and so when we talk about like being able to pay off karmic debts and being able to, um, you know, look at what we're doing in the present, that's why the present moment is so, so, so important. And so now my question becomes like, how much do you pay attention to the present? Are you an individual that's always living in the past? Like, oh, I wish I could have did this back then. I wish I would have did that back then. I wish I could have did, you know, living in the past, which is something you cannot change. The past is the past and you will never get that back. Or are you a person that lives in the future? Oh, when I get... Oh, when I get, oh, when, you know, in five years, in, in, in 10 minutes, in 
three hours or in 50 years when I do this, I'm going to do that in there. I'm going to like all of that. Um, all of that comes into all of that comes into play. And so when you are living in the future, you know, thinking about the things that you may want to manifest, then all of that manifestation takes place in the now. So what are you doing now to set yourself up for the future that you want to see have for yourself? That's really what it's about. And the, to the degree that you are able to stay in the present and be with the present, that is what's going to set you up for that future based upon the past causes that you've made. So you see how it all lives in the present? And that's where we go. So now we have our, uh, we do have Miss Ashuna Kemi back in uh, Light Cook Crack. And so we were talking about the last time that you cried. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we certainly can, Queen. All righty. Um, the last time I cried. Um, so it actually so i said it was this morning and um it was actually connected to a cry that i had last probably about five days ago and it was a spiritual cry and you know i well, I'll be honest, like, I feel like I've backslid from my spirituality, the people that I used to be connected with, and um, I just was yearning for that. Like, I was yearning for that connection because I felt like a part of me was lost, and that's what it was. Like, you know, there's... In this, <laughs> in this culture, like we say that we have a spiritual family and there is a spirit, like, and you'll, in any religion, you'll say you have a church family or, you know, whatever your field of worship is, you have a family within them. Um, and they understand you fully, whereas maybe the true family that you have, the natural family that you have doesn't. Um, and I cried for that. And because it was a part of my heart that was missing. And I know that I haven't been as connected as I should be. And during that cry, you know, I wrote about it. And when I have those type of moments, I write about them. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my thing. Like, I have to get those feelings out. What am I feeling at that particular moment? And at that particular moment, I was feeling a disconnect. And that led into, and I mean... I had a full, like, 
shoot, I might even have the bags today from the cry that I had last week. Like it was a full on boohoo moment and I had to go to my Oshun shrine. Oshun is the Arisha that I'm initiated to. So that means that I'm a priestess of Oshun. Um, Oshun is who represents who I am. And as I said earlier, I read about her and when I first found out about Ifa and like that was, it was almost like I was reading about myself. So I go to the river to connect to her. That's one of her sources. I, um, you know, I don't know if anybody has ever done this. If you look in the mirror for an extended period of time and get past what you see at face value in the mirror and actually look into who you're looking at, um, that's Oshun. She helps you see what's behind the mirror. Um, so, um, I just had a moment with her and I have a shrine that's dedicated to her. This is my Oshun shrine. And I just had a moment, like I just, had to hold on to my mama. She's called Mother Oshun because she's one of the mothers. She's like your mother. I also and noticed that you had some libations in those shrines. So Oshun get it cracking too, huh? I mean, all the Arisha get it cracking like and the ancestors. That's one of the things that's... Um, <laughs> that's some real libations. Mandatory prescription. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, you know, we always give them uh, gin because gin, we call it OT. In E5, we call it OT. And OT, just like, so one of the prayers is um, as, o, as OT, gin, or strong liquor is strong. Let my words be strong. Let me be strong. Let my actions be strong. So that's why we offer. Um, you offer them spirits. You offer them some spirits. Mm -hmm. We offer them spirits because that power, that pack, that punch that, you know, you feel when you sip it. Yeah, that's that. That's what I want you to hit my enemies with. That's what, <laughs> mm. you know, that's what I want you to hit my memory with. That's what I want you to hit my movements with. Be strong with it. Whatever movement you're making, be strong with it. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, so I just had a moment and I just, you know, was reflecting and I sat and I, I held like literally put my hands in my shrine and was just holding it. And that energy was flowing through me because I know who Oshun is and I know who she is to me and I know impact that she has on me whether I give her her due diligence or not um, they know my heart Arisha knows your heart ancestors know your heart so if your actions don't exactly equate to expectation trust and believe your family knows your heart 
the the spirits and the energies that you dedicate yourself to know your heart now does that give you a green pass to neglect them no but in my cry situation you know i talked to her just like i said i had an ancestral connection with my grandfather and we used to have full-on conversations like i had a full-on conversation it would and it was sparked by a song I was listening to a Jasmine Sullivan song and it sparked everything. Oh, you was listening to hotels. <laughs> I did that. Negro. Oh, man. <laughs> like, that wasn't, it wasn't hotels. It was, it was pre hotels. Oh, okay. All right. It did, you know, that in, in, in the rotation that did come into play, but no, it just, you know, it was reminding me that the things that, see, it goes back to what I think with my heart or my brain. And I think with my heart. And a lot of times that leads to emotional distress. Mm. Um, and in those times, I need to lean on something, someone and in those times, I find that it's either my ancestors or Orisha or, you know, a, a supreme being, God, whoever you believe in, God, Jesus, Buddha, whatever your a lot, whatever your practice is, you lean on that that energy, that spirit, in times of just of distress, and that's where I was last week. I was in a time of distress and I leaned on Oshun and I told her everything that I needed to tell her, everything that was flowing through my heart, every decision that I made with my heart. And that's the thing, when you, if you lead with your heart, you definitely need something to fall back on because your heart can get broken whether you want it to or not it can and will get broken you know well what i would say in what i would say into that right is that um like i said and i've, I've probably said it on previous episodes as well but it's like the heart has a brain as well right and there is a there is a um literally a form of intelligence um that is that resides within that muscle that is the heart right and so by tapping into the heart brain and being able to um, allow that to guide because it does have more power and it does and it is actually used more than our cerebral brain. You use mm -hmm. you use the totality of the brain that resides within your heart. You don't use the totality of the brain that resides in your in your in your cerebellum, you know, um, and in your cranial um, in your cranial cavity. So, what I hear you expressing is that you know what it was is your heart, which is connected to source, creator, however you want to call it, or whichever you want to call it, is the is the thing that led you to um to going to your altar to be able to have this this deep conversation that um that was resonating within your heart at that moment right and then to be able to have that um to have that conversation which also had to do with you 
um, which also resided in you not feeling fully aligned in thought, word, and actions to what has, um, what has allowed you to elevate and be in tuned with all things around you. Right. And so it was that, it was that yearning, um, that, that drew you to there to have that conversation, to remind you of what really is important and what really comes first, right. To, for you to be the, um, the ultimate, um, manifestation of mm-hmm. Oshun, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 the, and so when you're, when you're talking about the mirror exercise that you were, uh, that you were doing to be able to, um, to truly see who you are and to be reminded of the reflection of the beautifulness that resides within you. So that way it can be, uh, resonant in your thoughts in your words and in your actions about about who you are, right? About who who Kelly and Boyd is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Without the without the <laughs> you know, let you know. <laughs> yeah, what you know what I'm saying? Well um and so it was a reminder of that. And it was a reminder to not disconnect from the 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 old the part of family. You know what I mean? And that and that and it's short and it has to do with disconnection from your spiritual family, your, your, um, your birth family and all the different kind of, of, and the family that you get to choose, you know? Um, so it was a reminder of all of that and to allow you to stay true to who you are, you know, um, I believe is what you were expressing in that cry. You know, um, and so with that being the expression of that cry, now I would like to know and hear you express what are three words that you should know, three words or phrases that you should know in all languages. Three words to know in all languages. And I will base this off of the three words that I needed to know learning learning my uh, spiritual practice because that's what led me to travel to Nigeria. Um, definitely a greeting. Some uh, show of respect. So the greetings in um, the Yoruba culture is basically there's a different greeting for every line of uh, every um, ooh no I'm not going to say that word that sounds terrible every like so, so for elders there's a, a greeting and for for every role you play in life for every stage um, of life we'll go yeah, with that yeah there you go Boy, I was going to use cast and I was like, that is terrible. Yeah, it's not, you don't, don't, don't compare India and, and Nigeria. Although no, they, although no, they do no, have no. British rule at one point in time in common. Yeah. So, um, the most elevated, I would say the most uh, elevated form of greeting. So 
whether it's a form of hello or if you're greeting some type of seniority, you know, how to acknowledge them. So a greeting. So I guess pretty much you would want to know a general greeting. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, so we said a greeting. My name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and got then, one more. Some uh, a form of help, like whichever way that help needs to go, whether it's um, like probably just the word help in general, because you can kind of gesture in the way that you want to go, whether it's help, show me how to prepare this, help, show me directions, help. I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, some so form like, of, so we're going to go with your three words. So I would say the word help and then gestures and, and, you know, movement and signaling would kind of help you guide. Okay. All right. Which form help I need. Gotcha. All right. Cool. So yeah. Greeting, name, help. Greeting, name, help. All right. And so then with that, greeting, name, help, and help being one of the last words that you use, it's a perfect segue into Pregunto Numero Cinco, which is, what scares you, Kelly? What scares me? My children. Mm. Um... Being a mom is a very scary thing. Um, there's so many different levels that I think about. Um, are they happy? Are they hungry? Are they, well, I mean, I provide for my children. Let's just say, you know, I definitely give them the basic needs. So they're they're sheltered, they're clothed, and they're fed. But it's the, are you happy with how I'm being a mom to you? Like, I used to have other worries. But then when I had my first child, it was like, okay. I don't have to worry about getting to work and gas and how I'm going to get to the club and what club we going to and what am I going to wear. Now it's, does she have diapers? Does she have this? Does she have that? Is she content? Is, you know, is this affecting her positively, negatively? Am I exposing her to the right things? And then, you know, the second one comes in and you think that you had everything, you know, figured out with the first one, but it's just, it's a whole nother ballpark. So the thing mm. that scares me the most is, you know, are my kids content? Like, are they outside of the basics, which, you know, is a guarantee you're going to get the, the basics, but 
am I doing enough with being a mom? Like, it's not all about giving you um, superficial things and items and whatever. Am I giving you the love and the attention that you need? And sometimes, you know, I don't know. Am I? Especially now having two, it's like, am I, is the older one getting slighted because I got to give more attention to the younger one or, you know, is the younger one feeling some type of way because now I got to flip the script and it's all about her or, you know, it's being a mom that, that, that's the scary part to me. And then I feel like I overcompensate in different ways, which leads to different issues. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. well, um, I do, I do have some insight on to that, um, being able to, uh, you know, being a part of your life and, you know, de facto, um, kind of uncle distant uncle role um (laughs) within within that you know what i mean and being able to uh to be able to see firsthand and and be and like hear and see um you know them running around and them uh expressing themselves and them being um fully autonomous individuals uh especially your daughter um you're doing you're doing something right you know, um, and those worries, um, you know, I guess, I guess those worries are natural. Um, but the proof is in the, the proof is in the pudding, um, in the way that they show up and relate to others when you're not around. Um, and so from what I know, you're, you're doing a, you're doing a a hell of a job, you know, with what you have to work with. Um, And in the manner in which you're, in the manner in which you're working with, um, with the help that is provided to you, um, you're managing it very well. Um, you're welcome. So now the next question is what makes you happy? Well, clearly I'm going to say my kids. (laughs) I mean, that's the politically Um, correct answer to say. Politically correct thing to say, um, but we're not about po- we're not about poli- we're not about politically correctness. So, well, I'm just gonna say that just to put it out there because that's that's PC. Yes, my family and my children; those are the very first and foremost things that make me happy. Um, I love being me (laughs) and as funny as that seems like I haven't been me in so long um me is a creative person me is uh fucking retarded person. Hey, that, you just talked about being politically correct. Using that word is not politically correct. Oh. I'm just going to I'm just going to say. I mean, you said it. 
said it earlier. I did not say that wait. word earlier. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I did. Okay, okay. That that was Jersey. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, you know how I can tell you're from Jersey? Because you use politically incorrect words. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not going to repeat what you just said. Because I'm okay, not as I know politically what I incorrect. I, okay, I take that back. I take that back. Me being a just off-the-wall person, random, all of that stuff. Like, I just, um, I saw a side of me that brought the full potential of who I am out. And I love... Well, I found out I definitely had two left feet. I wasn't a great dancer. You couldn't tell me anything different in the club. I was dancing all over the place, circles around folks. Percolator was my stuff. Um, but I took up the shaker. Right? Hold on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You just... You, you. Transmission, <laughs> transmission down. <laughs> um, there go the spirits. There go the spirits going to work again. Look, I mean, I had an entire avalanche. I'm sorry. No, it's all that good. You know, we're just only we're only recording live, and you know, I'm sorry. on video, well, and live, you know, people. are gonna be replaying this, and you know, gotta I'm do audio you. work to try to get this it. Uh, get it in order. Right? Yeah, you're right. This is part of the human experience. It just it life happens, and we just um that goes back into the saying of no, you don't act like it didn't happen. You one hundred and fifty things fall down when I tried to pull one. It's all good. You acknowledge it, and you say, and the statement is look. The statement is that's half of being a mom because. Half of the stuff was that was up there was stuff I had to hide from my son because he was doing the wrong thing with it. So, hey, it's not about okay. being perfect. It is about being dynamic. And so, um, get into your dynamic shake array. Is yes, shake array. Mommy AA is my teacher, my master. I love her to death. I had to give her a shout out real quick. But Shakeray is, whew, that brought me life. That brought me sisterhood. That brought me everything. And I am so appreciative of it. Like, it brings healing. And I didn't realize that until after I, like, I beaded this myself. But after I strung my first one and, um, I was living near Piedmont Park, so the park was in my back backyard. So I used to walk around Piedmont Park playing my shake array, just practicing and living life carefree. And like people used to just stop me, like, what is that? And I used to just talk to them about it. And they're like, oh, that just spoke to me when you were playing it. And like, that just brought me so much excitement it brought me so much joy just to... and just don't stop <laughs> spirit speaking again shaking up the shake array shaking right, right, right. 
But um, no, that was just like making them and playing them was one of the things that made me so happy because I could just let go. Like they say, let go and let God. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt playing this. Like it was, I just get lost in a zone. And one of my, one of the, well, actually the person, um, Oyanike that put me on to playing the shaker. <laughs> she was she popped some mess about me because I got lost in the sauce during one of our performances and I played longer than I was supposed to be playing. But I was lost. I got caught up and people were feeling it and I was feeling it and I just started going and yeah, shaker it makes me happy. It okay. definitely makes me elated. <laughs> all right yeah i see how it um yeah it, it, like i said it just shakes everything up um so we have come to the last question yeah the question that i have for you my last tip, though i i kept true um yeah you don't you don't you know you didn't have to finish it um it'll be I there for later um the question that i have for you is what is your purpose, Oshun Keme Alaka Boyd? Aleki, 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 Okay, what's your purpose? Let's get to that. My purpose. You know, at 41 today, you would think I knew that. I feel like I have a lot of purposes. But I feel like I'm not honoring any of those purposes, so I can't claim them. And that goes back into question two or three about the cry. Mm -hmm. Because... I'm not honoring what my purpose is. And it's because I haven't slowed down enough to realize my purpose. I have ideas. I have aspirations. I have everything under the sun. But which one of those is my purpose? I make clothes. I love seeing people happy in my clothes. I make music. I love me to see people uh, happy and entranced by my music. I do books. <laughs> I'm a bookkeeper. That's one of my other businesses is bookkeeping for small black businesses. I love to see black businesses successful. That's another one of my purposes. But I don't feel like I'm doing any of my purposes justice, so I can't claim it as my purpose. And um yeah so at the moment the purpose that I am fulfilling is being a good mom um and I've heard plenty of stories about moms who put their lives on back burners to raise their kids but 
shit, to be honest, sorry, stuff. To be honest with you, like, I want to raise my kids and have other purpose. Like, when I became a mother, raising my kids automatically became a purpose that's not going away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess in hearing myself saying, you know, that I design clothing, jewelry, and everything else, and love to see people, like, at the end of the day, like, playing Shaker A, designing clothes, um, anything that I'm doing creatively, my end goal is to see a client with a smile on their face. So, I guess my purpose is to make people happy and not not in the sense that I'm trying to be a people pleaser because that's totally different. I want to make people happy. I don't want to please you. I want to make you happy. I want to see joy in your spirit. Mm -hmm. And like I can recall making a skirt when I first moved out here and it was Auburn Fest. And I had my stuff out on the sidewalk, some of my designs out on the sidewalk selling. Somebody came in and tried on one of my skirts and she, the smile that radiated on her face. I didn't need any money after that. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see your spirit smile. That's my purpose, to make your your spirit smile. Okay. I'm glad you finally got to that. Um, so <laughs> here's what I have to say to that in or in response to that, right? Um, because when you talk about the idea of of stating those things, dressmaking or, or just being or being a creator, right? let's we'll, we'll sum that all up in being a, um being a creator. and um, because you are not, um, actively working on those creations at the moment, uh, does not mean that you, um, that it is still not your purpose and still is not to be spoken about and, um, and expressed as such. Right. Um, and it is through, you know, through the, expressing it that it is called forth right so when 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 we had our technical difficulties i was i was legitimately talking about how um how we are creators and how we are gods right and um and the process towards creation is thoughts words actions right so to not speak about the things that you um that you are calling into purpose is skipping the steps of, of, of manifestation to go back to the reason that you had this deep cry is because it was not, it was, it was from not manifesting and not creating, right. And not expressing. Right. And so even if we go back to the expression of, of your, of your heart, and, and mind and being able to to tap into 
um, being able to express yourself in a manner that is um, express your heart tactfully, right? All of these things, there's a through line in that. And it all has to do with with expression and not and and, and, and holding and um, holding within it all goes back to that same comment you made in the beginning about what what about how beauty is um, how beauty how beauty is manifested or how being beautiful is manifested mm-hmm. from within mm-hmm. and so what I can say to you or what I will say to you as a person that truly loves you, right, is that although you have your children, the best gift when you just talk, when you talked about, you know, whether you're whether you're being a good mom and how they feel or um, or, or, or are you showing them or giving them enough? There's a poem that was sent to me by one of my jagnas that said, when you thought I wasn't looking. And it was a poem that had to do with um, all of the things that you think your kids don't see, but they mm-hmm. pay attention to. It, it basically has to do with, it has to do with the idea of your kids pick up what they see you do, not what you say that they should do. Absolutely. So with that being said, for you to deny yourself your full expression is doing the biggest disservice to your children. You're right. And so to be able to um, to, to take away that PC term about what makes you happy. And then to say your kids, but then not to show your kids you being happy and being fully expressive is, 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 um, is what's called cognitive dissonance. So in order to, to order to realign, it's about tapping into what you already know, Kels. It's about really really not taking your foot off the gas of being in your full creative expression. And now that that manifests in so many different ways. It doesn't have to it, 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 creation is creation and it and it comes out through beauty in very in various ways. It it, just, it comes out in wherever you are at that moment. You are always creating, whether it is with your thoughts and your words, right? Whether it is the words that you have between your boss and your coworkers and and whoever else you're in front of at that time is a way for you to, as you eloquently said at the end, to bring the joyful spirit out of someone. That is something you can do at every moment of every day. That doesn't require, that doesn't require um, you to have to, um, think that it's somewhere outside of there. Or it has to do with a dress, or it has to do with the music, or it has to do with it. It, it has everything to do with who you already are. Absolutely. Going back to the mirror exercise. So on this forty first forty first day that is yours, the blessing that you are to be able to to grace us with your presence on this particular day. 
just go back to the words that you already said. It all it all takes place from the inside. It does. So the greatest gift that you can give yourself that then translates to your children, that then translates to the joyful expression of all those who have the great fortune of being in your orbit is to truly love and express yourself. I say, I received that. So, you know, with that being said, I could go on and on and on. But from (laughs) what I've heard from today about your human experience, um, I, this is my gift to you on this day to be able to mirror and reflect and to be able to share in this real way, the divine goddess that you are. And to be able to state that the, the, the queen that you are in this world and the way that you um, take on this, uh, this role so eloquently and so, so royally mm-hmm. with, your, with your hair out, with your crown out, all of that. So <laughs> take, I mean, like, you know what I mean? So like, take that yeah. in. Yeah. All right. I, um, um, like I said, we can go on and on and on and on and on. Um, but I'm going at this moment, the floor is yours. Please take a minute, one minute, or I'm going to cut you off because <laughs> we've reached our, we've reached our max <laughs> in your fullest expression of one minute or less. And I would say encourage you to go on the less side of it. Um, on the left side. But uh, take that time. <laughs> so, uh, take I that time. Want to encourage everybody in this 2021, no matter what your 2020 situation was, to step out on faith and not by sight. Claim what is yours. Go for it. If you don't believe in it you won't achieve it what they say if you don't believe it you won't achieve it so believe in yourself step out on faith you know that's one of my issues is i don't step out on faith because i'm scared and that's my capricorn side because i have to have a stable foundation but you know just do what makes you happy because we don't know what this tomorrow holds and Happiness is what we know will get us through. So I'm encouraging everybody to step on, step out on what makes you happy and you'll find success in it. I'm going to ditch the fear that I have of not of, of my fear of success. I know I'll be successful, but I'm scared of how successful I'll be. That shouldn't be a factor. And I don't want that to be a factor for anybody. Um, but yeah, I just I just want everybody to stop being worried about things around you and be focused on what's in front of you. God bless and good night. That's what Russell Simmons said, right? Mm-hmm. That is one thing that was said for sure. Um, dun, 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 dun. Yes, we have come to the end of this human experience. 
it was a enlivened and extended human experience that we were able to have today but that's only because you know when you have an individual that you've known for 30 plus years and this winds up being a conversation for um like a regular conversation and having to 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 adjust but but my sis needed it and this is why i'm so happy that i was able to provide her with this with this particular present um on this on her day you know thank you all for choosing to tune in and tune up my name is himyo thank you for joining us at the human experience cop passion in action i would love to shout out our sponsors i want to give a lovely shout out to uh omen timepieces the watch with the message i would love to give you a wonderful um message for today i hope the message resonated with you today check them out at omentimepieces.com i also want to give a shout out to beard zion Ooh, ooh, ooh! you got my beard feeling it feel it feel it feels delicious to be very honest with you i just washed my hair washed my beard i was able to comb out my beard and it just got me it got me looking popping you wouldn't even know that i well now nah, you could tell i ain't got a shape up but you could still see that you know there ain't no scraggly hairs in there that's all because of beard zion check them out at beardzion.com and don't forget to use that code at heka 21 i also want to give a shout out to born great for the intro and outro music thank you good brother for that it is truly appreciated and i would love to say to you be peaceful be happy be productive and be you because you matter have a wonderful night.